A quiver raced down Dominique's spine at the sight of the stronghold that loomed before her. This, then, was to be her prison? On their approach, Drakewitch had appeared animated with preparations for their arrival, a flurry of movement upon the castle walls. Only now that they were within the bailey, it seemed more forbidding a place than London had been to the Empress Matilda, and she had been driven from the city by an angry horde. Not a soul stirred, neither to greet them nor to spurn them, though for the latter at least she was grateful. Even the dungeon itself seemed a formidable thing, with its dark high tower windows. No wonder William had sought this alliance. Never in her life had she seen the likes of Drakewich, so vast and so impenetrable did the stone fortress appear from within. Had she truly thought it modest from without? Had she dared deem Amdal its equal? Leaning discreetly toward her brother, she murmured beneath her breath, They seem so inhospitable. Do they? William replied. She looked at him incredulously. Sweet Mary, but how could he not have noticed the overly cool reception? Even outside the curtain walls, the Villain had kept their silent vigils from the portals of their scanty wattle and daub homes. Frowning, William berated her. You fret over much, Dominique. Nay, William, she cast him a despairing glance. What if they will not accept me? The look upon his handsome face was one of amusement rather than concern. You cannot have expected they would receive you with open arms? Nay, but... Hush! I promise it will change with time, he heartened, dismissing her protest once and for all. He gave her a conspiratorial wink. Now cease your brooding, sister mine. Dominique nodded, catching her lip between her teeth, recognizing his tone. Lest she incur his anger, she left off at once and could only hope he was right. Instinctively, her gaze strayed toward the area before the dungeon, caught by the figure of a man standing there, his stance proud, his countenance dark, and she swallowed convulsively, recognizing him at once, the Black Dragon. He was unmistakable, dressed in Danish black. God's truth, but she had tried not to imagine him when considering this union, tried not to think of him at all. But seeing him now, she could well believe every tale she'd ever heard recounted of his battle fury. And more. Though he appeared to be weaponless, he wore hauberk and chausse, and to her mind no one had ever appeared more battle-ready. She tried in vain not to gape. But standing there, scrutinizing their approach, he reminded her of the barbarian Viking invaders of legend, his stance threatening even in his unaffected stillness. Fraught with anxiety, she cast another glance at her brother and found him watching her prudently. William smiled in encouragement and panic rushed through her. There would be no deliverance this day, she knew. He coveted this far too much. With all her heart she wanted to reel her mount about and flee before they could lower the portcullis, entrapping her forever, but she merely returned William's smile, reminding herself that she did this for him. For him and for peace, she reminded herself, trying desperately to calm the ruthless beating within her breast. How long had it been since William had smiled so sincerely, she chided herself. The truth was that he rarely smiled at all, and now— now that he found cause to, 
Well, she could not fail him now. She observed him an instant longer and knew without question that it was the right thing to do. Nay, she would not fail him. Resolutely, she turned toward her future, advising herself that she wanted this too. After all, it had been far too long. Too many battles fought, too much death, and too much enmity. She, too, needed it all to end at long last, for William's sake, for the sake of his soul as well as her own. If her brother was willing to call a truce, so, too, was she. Too long had this vendetta consumed him. Still, she shuddered, for how could there ever be peace in the very heart of the dragon's den?'